on this episode of Beer, Blues, and BS, Kinner is coming to us live from Phoenix, Arizona. Why is he down there? Because it's Metallica time. Uh, that's right. And I'm sorry, Kinner. That's probably your copyright. But anyway, Kinner is having a pretty bad day. Why? You'll hear all about it. I mean, and it just keeps getting worse. And I might admit, I maybe am a little guilty of poking the bear just a tiny bit. But don't worry. It's all in good fun. It's all for some laughs. And I hope you enjoy. So relax. Take it easy. It's the weekend. At least when I'm recording this, it's the weekend. Hopefully it's your weekend, too. You're in a good place. Welcome to the show. It's Howard Blues and V Martin Kidder. Work all prophecies. Enjoy time with friends. The Triple B! Well, the Triple B sucks. Okay? Oh, come on. Whatever, man. This is Beer, Beer Blues, and BS. Online at BeerBluesBS.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer, Blues, and BS, the podcast that when Kidder has a bad day, he quickly realizes he has to record a show with Howard Blues, and that just makes it just a little bit worse. I'm your host, Howard Blues, here as always with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder, how are you doing tonight? You know, Jake seems like an awfully question. It seems off. And we just started. And there's also the. Oh, you're lagging so bad that I know you're threatening me about poking you. And uh, that's about all I picked up. (laughs) Yeah. You're poking the bear. And it's so bad that the internet is even running against us again. So <clears throat> it's like a it's I, like a throwback to the old show. <laughs> yeah. Nobody watched that. Wait, we have more viewers then. Maybe this Yeah. Anyway, uh I I have been better. I have uh enjoyed my days better. And uh, just try to set up my phone, use the 5G to mute that, that's the Wi-Fi available. So, yeah, there's that. Um, also, had an epiphany about something else right now that's going to look awfully stupid. But sound sound awfully stupid. But we'll get into that later. No, no, we won't. We won't get into that. Uh, there's enough dumb stuff going on. So, Jaco. You froze, uh, especially when you had said. You, you literally said, I think, and then you froze. And and I didn't know if like you were thinking so hard that like the computer had to buffer a little bit, you know, it's too much for this crappy internet signal to handle. It's like, oh kidder's thinking. <laughs> uh, grind to a halt. Yeah. Uh it may have been because I was streaming Peacock through here on the TV over there watching payback because out of everything else going on why not make this night worse 
by watching a premium live event. Why not? I, I, I'm surprised that you wanted to record this show during said premium live event. I'd forgotten the payback was happening tonight. So that shows how with it I am. Keep it up. That title of, you know, the most relevant uh, host in all of podcasting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just the hell. Uh, and there's that. It's going to glitch. There I am. Okay. So. Let's get to everybody's favorite part uh, of the show, and that, of course, is what's on tap. Yep. Yep. Very good. Yeah, you did a, a lovely introduction, and then it, uh, it 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 froze for a little bit. So, uh, but I, I think you threw threw it to me. Um, I was trying to decide which of these I was going to have first, uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll start with this. Um, so my uh, first drink of the evening comes from the Founders Brewery. It is their Daycap Lime. It is a ghost-style ale aged in tequila barrels with lime and natural flavors. So, yeah, barrel-aged. Uh, malt beverage with lime and natural flavors, 5% alcohol by volume, 15 IBUs. You know, for those of us who really know all of our beer and uh, such, it says crack it, pour it, and love it. We'll see about that. And, uh, yeah. So, that's what I got. Crack this thing open. Can definitely smell the lime right coming right out of that. So, I'm, I'm going to guess it's going to be on the lines of a sour. And it's not. Huh. That's a weird taste. It's not. It's not a sour. It's, uh, listen, it, it's so weird that Kidder left this meeting. <clears throat> so I'm flying solo until Kidder comes back because this is how, you know, the world decides mm. to treat Kidder today. Um, but, but Kidder, if it makes you feel better, I'm kind of suffering. This thing is not great. It, it's almost like somebody put like too much lime in a dark beer. It's, it's kind of that like because it has kind of a vanilla note to the end of it. So it's like hmm, lime and then vanilla. And it's not as good as like the key lime sour we had from Distill Brewery. It just seems weird. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to rate this a two. I'm not going to enjoy it. Kind of like uh, rating this show. <laughs> Who knows? I, listen, Kidder, I'm just a laughing because, you know, like everything you have said, it like tends to pause and cut off like the last chunk. I, I can't even, can't even, can't even listen. So, 
for, for that reason, I, I just, I'm just going to laugh and assume that it was some clever hmm. punchline. <clears throat> it's the best I can hmm. do. What are, what are you having, good sir? What's on tap for you? I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to switch over again. I have a feeling a little technical difficulties hamster is going to make an appearance in this episode. Yeah, there he is. So here's what's going on. Third time's the charm. So, using my phone is hot because we're on 5G all time. Still losing my network connection. Mm-hmm. Yep, you, you, you sounded like a robot there through most of it. <clears throat> This is great. I love technology. And it does not love you. <laughs> what I should do. No, no. I'm literally just sitting here. It, I put uh, my phone like on the on the ceiling or something. Let's, no, I can't. Let me put it up here. This should be that should be just the right spot for it to fall down on the computer, break the phone, the computer, and this decorative piece that's sitting in the kitchen holding up my computer. <clears throat> Fantastic. Man, and it's Saturday. Like this is supposed to be a good day. And yet that uh, oh, oh, it was just... a good day until about two hours ago. Yeah. Uh, I know. So, so what are you drowning your sorrows in, Kidder? What, what, what is the beverage of choice? And let's hope it's better than what I'm drinking. Well, you know that whenever I go on location or go anywhere, I like to go local. And so, while I was searching through the liquor store, I ended up finding a beer brewed and packaged by the Arizona Wilderness Brewing Company in Gilbert, Arizona, just across the valley. And it is called, this beer anyway, Don't F It Up. It is a blonde ale with Arizona wildflower honey and Sonora white wheat. It's a low-impact ale, conserve and preserve. This very Arizona-centric beer is about supporting and sustaining the life of our local honeybees and conserving our state's most important waterways in every glass. Brewed with 100% Arizona grown and malted grains, it's more than a low impact ale. It's a covered by a sticker. This uh, also retails, this pounder, $5.29. Is the. Uh, Let's hope it's good. Is the reception actually working at the moment? Oh, until you mentioned it, man. You, you shouldn't have said anything. Of course. Do not, called do not acknowledge the internet. Hmm. <laughs> the hell, internet? Make you think. All right. Has a very strong, light, 
beer aroma. Howard is dying. Very hoppy on the nose of this, uh, especially for a blonde ale. trying to get the the honey notes but maybe there's just too much flour I don't know uh, it could be a little bit sweeter so it's not the worst beer that I've had but yeah, I don't know 5.5 alcohol uh, percent alcohol by volume and it is 1.16 fluid ounces Sinagua malt I don't know. Um, two. Yeah, my rating on this is is gone down, Kidder. I I would probably rate this a solid one. Um, I I also have to mention I because I noticed as I was tuning in and looking at more of this can, but uh, on here, Kidder, it has a drink responsibly. They don't serve founders in the clink slogan and uh i think maybe they should i think maybe they should reverse that idea uh because this would be plenty of punishment for those behind bars <clears throat> didn't, didn't know we were bringing back capital punishment <sighs> well you know ugh. i'm almost I mean, thinking that, i should that's... have done this by the pool we would have had better luck Everything seems a little bit more classy by the pool. And the pool's lit. All right. <laughs> very, very excited about that pool. I, I, just, I, I feel like we're getting a little bit into that uh, age kidder where we can't say, you know, like the, the youth, you know, jargon like lit. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It slaps. So the pool slaps. I mean, I literally meant that the pool is lit, like it's illuminated. Not that it's lit, like, bro, this is totally lit. I know, but somewhere, somewhere a teenager who has stumbled onto this and made it through the first, like, ten minutes where this has been a little, bleh, gets that part and just cringed, you know? <laughs> Welcome to the rest of the show. Thank you for joining us. Mm -hmm. Also, like to say that uh, from promoting our show earlier today, we have at least two more followers, at least for the time being, until they discover what the show is actually about. I don't know. Welcome, gentlemen. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Good times. Just a quick shout out to the facility here. Yeah. And uh, welcome. It gets. It gets better. It it totally gets better. It's just a rough start. This happens to us about once every like forty episodes. <laughs> I didn't know we went that long. Um, it's been a it's been a rough rough afternoon here, evening. I I I know, Kidder, because I I I saw the news and 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 felt just heartbroken for you, you know, because. How on earth are we ever going to get back to Margaritaville now that Jimmy Buffett has passed away? Yeah. We 
I mean, I'm sure the restaurant will stay open, but it's just not going to be the same. It's definitely going to be salty because now he found the salt shaker. So there's a Jimmy Buffett reference you didn't expect to see on this show. Uh, perhaps also the lime, maybe a cheeseburger, some palm trees. I, well, I mean, they definitely are going to be serving that cheeseburger in paradise. I mean, mm-hmm. now he can get that. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, so, uh, that's, uh, cheers, cheers to the late Jimmy Buffett for making us want to live the salt life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, um, very disappointed because Nico and I, I think you were in on that too, wanted to go visit. Uh, not only hit the area where his restaurants are, but see him live in concert because I heard it's just a, a chill fest. So we're never going to have that. Yep. Yep. We're, uh, we're going to miss on that. Uh, the restaurant should be, I think there's actually one in like the Minneapolis airport. Hmm. So maybe, maybe I don't, I don't know where your connecting flights are and, and, and all of that with what is Minneapolis. But you know how it is when you fly through Minneapolis, you have about eight minutes to make it across the terminal. So I don't know if we're going to be able to make it, but I will investigate if we have time. Uh, you know, look, you should you should start investigating now. See, maybe they have an app you could like order on the app so that in your eight minutes you can run hmm. by, grab the food. And it's a good point. But my phone is suspended uh, in midair at the moment. And so you may have to download the app and look for yourself at, at this moment because up, up there and the gigabits, apparently 5G cannot handle the bandwidth required for this show. I, ju- I just think it's impressive that you're levitating your phone and like yet it's not on camera so we can't see it. It's like the greatest magic trick that none of us will get to see. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Mm. That that's kinder for you. You know, illuminating the situation. I am happy to enlighten you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So well uh, that was that was one thing. Mm-hmm. The other thing didn't did not have to pay, but uh, of course we're gonna talk about the the Metallica show last night and uh after the show the ride share prices were so tiring uh, and unbelievable two hundred dollars a ride <clears throat> now happened to uh, we did not have to pay uh, the two hundred dollars for a ride but having talked with some other rideshare drivers here's what pisses me off the companies bump the price up to 200 some plus dollars, depending on which ride you get. The driver may see an extra $20. So instead of a $10 drive, they may get a $30 to $60 drive for a $200 ride that you or me will pay. Um, that's kind of ridiculous. They've apparently also been chipping away at how much the drivers make per ride. Uh, the corporations are taking more, which is also very disappointing because a lot of people got into it just 
work when they can or even go full time with it <clears throat> and just give people rides. So uh, very disappointing. Uh, also, rides normal price for us to get from here to the uh, State Farm Stadium was $40. For us to get from the airport to here was $55. <laughs> and so is ride share even worth it anymore? Yeah, that's better off uh, renting a car. Yeah, I, uh, I, I mean, listen, my brother's on right now. He's in the middle of this like epic road trip. Like he's been over to Chicago and down to St. Louis, and he's he's making this giant loop. He's uh, visiting all of the members of his fantasy football league, um, mm. and so he's he's doing this trip. But like, I forget what the rate was, but it was like. A fairly like compared to that, it was a much less for him to rent a car because that's what he's doing. He rented a car for that, and it's I I I want to say it was something like twenty bucks a day or thirty bucks a day, mm -hmm. you know, for this trip. So yeah, at this rate, we could have paid for paid for parking. I mean, we we would have had parking here, but we, we could have paid for parking at the event, which was. $30 to park <laughs> and anywhere else that we have gone. Yeah. Yeah. I, Disappointing. The other thing I wonder, Kidder, and, and maybe, maybe I don't, you probably got another ride share in your future on this trip, but maybe you could ask the drivers because this is what I'd be curious about when they're, when they having these like big events and so they're bumping the prices, what's the radius on that? Cause could you walk like, five blocks down the road and, and and meet your ride and therefore then it's back to being like a $40 ride because you're outside of you know the event or are people who maybe aren't even attending the event getting hit with those prices just because they're in the wrong place at the wrong time like I, I'm curious about that now how do you how do they prove you know a versus b I'm from my understanding, it is the number of, and this is the information I've picked up from drivers over the years, is that it's the number of drivers working and comparing to the number of rides requested, and then they also determine that off of the actual radius of where all of these rides are being requested. And so I think it's somewhat intelligent. The the uh, mapping software does it automatically and then jumps the rate significantly. I think that's how it works. Because the drivers have no control over how much a ride's charged. Right. I know the drivers don't, but I was just kind of curious if the ride share app algorithm was like if there was a radius on this because as i said could i could i walk five blocks which wouldn't be hard and maybe get a a reprieve on that not that i i've actually never done a ride share but i don't travel nearly as much as you and when i do i tend to go in my own car so yeah but, 
you know. Yeah, thinking about a rental car. So. Yeah. But the best thing about it is that if you do drink, you can get a ride whenever and get back to where you need to be. And that's important to be safe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that is the downside. You would have to limit, you know, your drinking at the events and such. So, but yeah, no, I, I you sent me the, the picture of that and I, I looked at it and then went to bed, but I was like, oh man. Whew. Yep. The last weekend, I guess, at SoFi in Los Angeles, some of the rates were over $400 as uh, one of the individuals in our uh, extended group told us because he was there last weekend. But So that's kind of all the, the who's-its and what's-its of uh, those pieces. <laughs> where, do you, where do you want to start next? Well, I mean, we are talking about uh, your trip down there. We are talking about uh, you getting to see your favorite band of all time. Uh, and I know some things because you sent me some things. But let's let's stay maybe a little on the positive for a little bit. You know, so people just don't think that we're just two cranky old guys sitting here drinking. Uh <laughs> And, uh, you, you know, how was night one? How, how was the show? You know, was it good? It looked like you were kind of on the, and because I don't know the exact, like, rock concert terms, let me use a wrestling term. It looked like you were on the entrance ramp, and so we're getting to see everybody walk in. Was was kind of your seat and kind of behind the bands. Is that correct from my, <clears throat> what I saw? It's a yes and no. Because Metallica does a lot of shows, what's called in the round. And so they had a giant ovular stage where they were able to walk around the entirety of it. And then the interior portion was the snake pit where people who had the fancy tickets were able to go inside. And uh, yeah, there was money. Or if you're lucky... Like uh, one of my buddies who was here, uh, Z, actually, I can mention because he's been on this show before. Uh, he entered the contest when the upgrade and got the upgrade for the damn snake pit tickets last night. And no, he didn't take me. <laughs> so I'm a little bitter about that. Mm. Mm. It's fine. He had a great time. He was in there. So that was one thing. Now, we were on the floor, just general admission on the floor, and then they had the giant platforms around the stage for both the video walls and effect lighting. Okay? Super cool. We just decided to stand by one of those, and then uh, turns out that's where they set up the barriers to keep people out when people for the van needed to get on stage or get off stage. So we happen to be in the right place. And so I was able to see Mammoth WVH up close and personal coming on and exiting. Pantera close up and uh, exiting. And Zach Wild, as we may know from 
uh, Pantera, but also Black Label Society and uh, uh, several other bands and projects. He came back around and uh, gave uh, hand, you know, signature uh, shakes, I guess. And I was able to get Zach Wild the uh, the hand there, so that was great. See, nice He's moving nice. this thing. Nice. So, <clears throat> the problem, uh, well, there wasn't a problem with. Friday night, last night. Amazing. Love the show. It was great. Uh, tell us more. Tell us more, because I know where you're going, but I, you know, okay. I, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to make you stick on the positive for a little bit, Kidder. How was so, night one of Metallica? What, what, what did they play? Did you oh, okay. hear, you know, you want to hear it? hear like things and things yeah i mean hey break it down for those of us who have kids and can't go off jet set into these big shows you know some of us are living vicariously through you so oh i see well i will say that uh if you plan ahead a year babysitter you can fly down it's good time <laughs> uh but the show, uh, sonically, very good. Visually, very good. Now, on uh, with this show, I'm just pulling up the information again as I'm doing uh, a couple other things uh, here as we are doing this, and so I'm sure the internet will not like it. But <clears throat> and, I, and I notice I'm like flickering or something. Am I, am I like wigging out on your end? Does it look weird? I don't, I don't know. I I just thought that was your normal charismatic personality coming across the internet waves, but uh, I could also make a bald joke, but uh, you know. <laughs> I feel like I've poked the bear enough this episode. I don't I don't need to do it anymore. Uh, so that that that's mine. Just uh such, I, you know, I, I didn't mention it to Kidder. I saw a clip earlier today uh, of uh, Austin singing Jimmy Buffett to The Rock. It, it was it was a good clip. It was a nice little, uh, nice little piece. Sorry, I was stalling for you while you were adjusting your lighting. I just was making it look like I just got up and left. <laughs> so, yeah. Kidder is quickly doing some research. Feel like I should put the Jeopardy music behind him. Do, do, oh, do, sorry. Do, do, so then I'm dealing with the second part of what we're getting to. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So the the full set list. Let's let's give you the full rundown. The full set list. The full thing. So Mammoth WVH talked about it on the show before. It's Wolfgang Van Halen's band, who is Eddie Van Halen's son. Uh, the song started out playing in the arena was ACDC's Night Prowler. And then Mammoth opened it up with another celebration at the end of the world. It's their current uh, single. Then You're to Blame, followed by I'm All Right. Then Like a Pastime. And Take a Bow. And don't back down. 
That was six songs that they ended up playing as part of their set. Uh, very talented, very, very good. I mean, very talented group of guys. So very excited to see. Six uh, six songs does not seem like a lot, you know, but, you know, I, I'm sure that when you have, when you're opening for an act like Metallica, who you know we're going to play a lot of songs, I, I'm sure your, you know, your warm-up acts do not get as much uh, stage time. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um. But at the same time, they started playing at six o'clock local time, and Metallica came on at eight forty local time. So, plenty of time for playing and switching, which gets me to part two of the show and Pantera. Yeah. First time seeing Pantera live. I mean, it's also my first time seeing Mammoth WVH in concert, but yeah. Anyway, they started with uh, regular people via tape and In Heaven, Lady in the Radiator song from Peter Ivers and David Lynch. And... <clears throat> um, uh, just got some info so that I'm disappointed even more. All uh, right. So they started off jamming with a new level. Second song was Mouth for War. Third song, Strength Beyond Strength. Four was the song Becoming with the uh, Throws of Rejection outro. Five. I'm Broken, uh, video played and had Cemetery Gates, uh, at least a portion of it. And six song officially, five minutes alone. And then seven, This Love. Eighth song of the set was Effing Hostile. Ninth song was Walk. What do you say? Walk. Uh, the tenth song was a twofer, Domination and Hollow. And the eleventh song, wrapping up the Pantera set, was Cowboys from Hell. Yeah. So, very excited to get to see that. I was very much hoping to see Cowboys from Hell be played. <clears throat> All right. Then, another set changeover. A little bit because they just tear down stuff, set up the other stuff. It's good. Lights get powered on. Music test. 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 Testing the kit, of course, for Lars. <coughs> and then, as uh, Metallic has been opening up uh, for a while, in fact, last time we saw Metallica, they opened up with this as well, technically. They play It's a Long Way to the Top if you want to rock and roll. Ended up playing a video up on the screen with a bunch of photos from over the years of Metallica and the fans. And uh, Z 
was in one of the photos from their show in Grand Forks in 2019. So again, Z getting all the fame as <laughs> he very well deserves that lucky bastard. <clears throat> then of course, the ever classic Metallica opener, the ecstasy of gold. Right into Creeping Death, yeah! One of my favorite Metallica songs there. And then Harvester of Sorrow, holier than thou, you are, you, holier than thou. King Nothing at number four. Then the first track from the latest album, 72 Seasons, Luxiturna. And then followed up by Too Far Gone, another track from 72 Seasons. Then uh, Kirk and Rob had a little doodle that they did. And they come up with these unique doodles for each town that they visit. And this one they called Cactus and Graffiti. Nice little slap in the bass segment. Number seven, Fade to Black. Eight, another track from 72 Seasons, Shadows Follow. Track nine, Orion. Very good instrumental. Number 10, Nothing Else Matters, followed by Sad But True. And then 12, how about Hardwired to Self-Destruct. Uh, right before that is where they were supposed to play The Day That Never Comes. However, we'll get to that in a minute. Number 13, give me fuel, give me five, give me that much desire announcement to make. Uh, and track 14 of the show, Seek and Destroy. Now, notes. <clears throat> For a song, Fuel, I have attended enough concerts and have watched enough concerts to know generally where the sing-along sections are. And there were a few sections in a couple of the songs, including Sad But True, and Fuel specifically, where James did not sing. And it was kind of weird, but again, that's just kind of how it goes, right? So afterward, ended up finding out that the day that never comes was cut. Like I mentioned, there should have been between uh, songs 11 and 12. And the final song was supposed to be Master of Puppets, but it was heard on the down low that James was having vocal issues throughout the day and into the night, which is also why he wasn't singing for a lot of the songs later in the show. <laughs> well, we left happy heart, excited. Concert two, really hoping we would be good to go. And as of now, three hours ago, as of this recording, the announcement was made that James tested positive for COVID. The show would be paused slash rescheduled to next weekend, next Saturday. And <laughs> I will not be here next Saturday. So that sucks. 
Uh, I did spend about an hour looking at options of getting down here. The cheapest of which would be about a thousand, and the most effective way would be about sixteen hundred dollars. So, uh, Jake, if you happen to know anybody who wants to bankroll uh, another trip for me to see Metallica, I would gladly wear their branded T-shirt for the entirety of the trip, and perhaps a ball cap of some kind. Uh, hell, I'll even wear shorts that are branded or pants. Just I'll even wear leggings with the logos. Like, help me out, people. <clears throat> I get me to Metallica. So, waiting. That's what I was waiting for as well because I was on the chat with the company who runs the tickets for the show. And no, it isn't Ticketmaster. Thank heavens, because it's Ticketmaster. Uh, <clears throat> But uh, they are working on figuring things out. And to quote the uh, sales agent, is that uh, I will get an email soon with the options provided by the venue and promoter of the event. And they are working with the venue to provide a resolution on this case. That does not give me the answer that I want right now in several different ways so i am yeah 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 that's uh that's a blow uh you know and and i'm sure i'm sure that you know if they could play they would play but they you know they can't and you know you, you can't blame the band but at the same time it sucks it sucks if you you know, like in this case, you've had these tickets for a long time. Yeah. You were excited to go. Oh, yeah. You know, and now it's uh, it's not going to happen. So, mm -hmm. yeah, well, I, I feel for you. I, I uh, saw that text that came in and I was <laughs> like, oh, Kidder's having a bad night. Yeah, I purchased the the tickets for the show nine months ago. So to say that I was excited for this is a little bit of an understatement. So I guess we'll just have to see what happens and hope that I get my at least, you know, half money back because I can't go to the second of the show, which is super agitating uh, because I, I'd at least like to buy the second shirt, but it'll save me another 45 bucks, I guess. So instead... I have one shirt. Now here's the night one shirt. Nice, nice. Little interesting look to it. And uh, I at first thought it was uh, like an alien with its eyeballs popping out, but it's a uh, it's like a a wizard in the hand. Hmm. I like my idea a little better. <laughs> So I was hoping night two shirt was better. Uh, and then on the back, it says, you know, Metallica down here and first the date. So I, I had to get the tour shirt. Uh, even though we were very early, we arrived at the Merce tables and they were out of the limited edition posters. That's just how it goes. 
I have yet to be to a Metallica show, even with as early as we get there, to actually get a hold of one of the posters. Uh, apparently, they are on eBay already as of last night for cool $300. So if you'd like to pick one up, they are not autographed and, you know, they're just limited edition. So you can get one of those. Uh, I also picked up the other official tour t-shirt. The nice M72 on the front. And then now already incorrect, the Metallica dates for this year and for next year. Howard's trying to look real closely. <clears throat> they started the tour in Amsterdam in April. They will end in Detroit in November. Hmm. And then they take a break until May of 2024 when they go to Munich, Germany, Helsinki, Copenhagen, Warsaw, Madrid. Foxborough, and then come back to Chicago, August 9th, Minneapolis, Edmonton, Seattle, and then they have four shows in Mexico City to round out the end of the 2024 tour. Well, Kidder, on the bright side, Minneapolis is still coming up, so... You, you know, if yeah. you get skunked here the second night, maybe if you get your you know a refund on that half of your ticket, maybe it's worth seeing if you can still get into the Minneapolis show. I know you've been to Minneapolis. I know it's not as exciting as Phoenix, but <laughs> yeah. it might get you night two of Metallica. I, I'm just you know I'm I'm trying to put a positive spin on this, mm. you know, or hey, maybe you want to uh, you know still have something a little bit foreign. Edmonton's not that far. It has a really large yes. shopping mall. You, you could that's you Canada. could go to Metallica in a foreign country, you know. That's, that's Canada, though. Ah, uh, yeah, but think about it. it. It would they would add that you know a to the end of every song. You know, sad but true. Eh? <laughs> I mean, it would be great. That would be rough. <laughs> so I'm looking at the calendar, right? August. Uh, it would be the. Well, 9th and 11th, the Friday and Sunday show there in Minneapolis. The week before that will be in Las Vegas. I'm <coughs> just on to the next thing. I'm just, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just saying, you know, it's a solution. It's a, it's a possibility. <coughs> yeah. 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 So uh, that sucks. Yeah. Um, very much sucks. And now we have the actual documentation of what uh, the company said. So I'm closing that window because I don't want to stare at it anymore. Um, no. <clears throat> so there's that. Uh, again, the positive, we were there, we got to see him play one night. Uh, of course, it sucked because it was shorter with two songs less and other issues, right? <clears throat> but with the tickets, the the frantic package, and obviously very frantic, uh, we ended up getting a special gift for 
getting the package. Not only did we get a free drink, which I'll get into that in a moment, but we also got a Metallica Yeti. And the nice. other side is the M72, of course, the uh, classic steel Yeti, uh, and the engraved on there, and uh, really not, you know, much much else uh, aside from a little sticker, Yeti, and the care, and you know, the normal stuff that you would get there. All right. uh, very very nice with the. The lid mm -hmm. and everything. Uh, again, we got the drink picks. They're picks. We had to turn them in for a free drink. <clears throat> so very, very fun little thing. Although I wanted to keep the picks because they're cool. One side had free drink and the other side had a little Metallica can. So there's that. Uh, I did not see any of the enter night pilsner so i don't believe they had it on site however they did have blackened whiskey and so we could get a blackened and coke because this is a coke area yeah lots of coca-cola everywhere yes not the inferior other brand i for a second there i almost thought you were going to add the you know cola part of that so i was, oh. I was like you know this is a coke area. Oh. yeah lots of coke <laughs> well i was awake for almost 30 hours between when i was in bismarck and flying down here and that full first day oh that crap's gone <sighs> howard actually finished his drink before me but <clears throat> i've been talking <laughs> well and, and you got a you got a whole pounder i got a 12 ounce so uh, i mean lucky yeah, I mean, I, it's kind of like I had a head start, you know. <clears throat> yeah, that's, that's good how that goes. Glad we could help you out. So, yeah, we get to the venue early, like forty minutes before our check-in is up, and the early. Uh, I know you can't see it on my hand, but there's the remnant of the circle there that says early entry. It was part of our package. And then on this, we got the early merch. So it's actually a shirt with the Metallica M and 72 on it. Very cool stamps. I, I would like to have the stamps just to have them. But we got there, got in early, got our gifts, got the shirts. Bam, we're good. And then we are waiting and waiting, get in line and waiting. And the time's ticking down, tick, 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 tick. And suddenly it's four o'clock and, and then they finally open the doors and I'm wondering what's going on. Well, we were supposed to apparently go talk to somebody to get in. Didn't say that anywhere. Mm. So we didn't get in early. We got in with general admission. Sucks. So we didn't have the VIP-ish uh, merch. So in case I uh, wanted to find something else, because we kind of hurried to get the shirts, look at those, move on, right? Uh, at the other merch state uh, stand. Anyway, we get in, 
And we're like, we got to use these drink tickets. Where can we use them? Go over to this person. Oh, you got to go over there. Okay. So we go over the, to that area, ask a person. Oh, no, you got to go downstairs because you're on the floor. Okay. So we go over to the area to get down to the floor. You need wristbands. Where the hell do we get the wristbands? Oh, you got to go out the front doors and over to the left. Uh, like, are you flipping kidding? So we went over there. Then we're walking down because it's a football stadium built for almost 100,000 people. Uh, generally, there aren't that many there for a Cardinals game. I guess it's an 84,000-seat arena for that setup. <clears throat> so we're walking down the ramp, and we get downstairs, ask the person to get concessions down there, uh, or at least somebody who looked important. Where do we get these free drinks? Because now we had our wristbands. And they go, oh, you got to go upstairs to the section where we were. Are you effing kidding me? So we go across the floor over to the, the steps to get up to the main concourse. Stair-stepping mofos all the way up. Get up there. Get to the thing. See a beer stand. Where do we use these? Uh, I think you got to use them at the stand over there. We don't take those. Turn around over to the stand over here. We're here for our free drinks. It's after four. We can't give you one. Excuse me? We didn't get in until 4.02. How could we get a free drink if you're serving them until four? Oh, you had to use them before then. Did, did you did you not just hear what I said? Because uh, I think you're missing the point here. So, like, where's your manager? Lady's like, yeah, that's up to the promotional company. And she gives me their phone number. <laughs> doot, doot, doot. <laughs> I'm on the phone now. So I get on the phone. This person picks up. Here's what's going on. A, B, C, D. We went across the building just with everything that I just told you. Hold on, let me talk to my manager. I'm like, how many managers do people have around here? My Lord, it's like the government. So we wait a couple minutes, comes back on, and hold on, you know, I just want to let you know we're still working on it, checking into things to figure out to who to talk with and make sure we can get this figured out for you. Cool, wait another minute. All right, so we figured it out. They're going to get word up to the concession stand, use it at this this place. And I'm like, okay, that's good because that's where we are right now. So it would be awesome. And we can get it figured out. Perfect. Thank you very much. Turn around, tell the uh, lady who was working uh, with us and the other two bartenders about that and about that time. Due to the near piece rolls up and he's telling them the same thing. And we got our drinks. We were able to give the picks to them and get a blackened and Coke. I should also mention that at the very beginning of all this, of where we go to get our free drinks is we where we were pointed. There it was an area uh, like the blackened bar or fade to black bar or something like that. And we were going to try and go in and they're like, where's your lanyard? Uh, 
Uh, we didn't get one. Oh, well, you got to have a wristband then. Where's your wristband? And then that is what really started the spiral into the frayed ends of sanity, if you will. <laughs> so got our drinks, figured all that out, <clears throat> went through the concert and everything, uh, as I had mentioned, had a great time. Also, because I'm thinking all out of order, uh, I'll get to something that we purchased before the show. But after the show, got together, met up with Z and uh, the other extended cohorts and uh, took a tour of the outer portion of the Phoenix Metro to get to where they were staying. We were all kind of hungry and went, hey, what's around here? And Paul, the other guy, goes, hey, have you guys had Whataburger? No. Mrs. had never heard of it. Z and I had not visited, had not partaken in a Whataburger because it's a Texas-centric thing and then stretched out kind of across the Southwest to some degree. So we went to Whataburger. <laughs> wow, more. Yes, you can get the rewards and, and all, whatever. When I am empty, please dispose of me properly. <clears throat> they also serve Coke products. And they are open 24 hours a day. Is that not where Farva went through with us on the line? I was pretty sure that it was, yes. So uh, the burgers, I will say, to me, remind me of Woodhouse. If you remember the Woodhouse burgers. Uh, you know, pretty large burgers, round, and not, you know, a mile high. Uh, or perhaps even burger time. Uh, I, I think it's been a while since you've had burger time as well, but uh, some somewhat like that. So they, they were a decent thickness. You know, they weren't like the McDonald's patties where they're super thin. It was legitimately thick. Z actually took the challenge and ordered a triple. So, yes, it's this big around and three patties on that son of a bitch. So, he, he had a good time with that. Uh, <clears throat> I ordered the single Whataburger, so straight up their signature burger. Uh, they put mustard on it, but not ketchup. Just a fun fact. I threw some ketchup on there just because they also have spicy ketchup that you have to ask for really good with the fries. Uh, they're similar to McDonald's fries. So very, very thin and uh, nice and crispy. Good stuff. And then I ordered a spicy chicken sandwich that was pretty good as well, especially for at that point it was uh, 2 a.m. here. So 4 a.m. back at home. <laughs> Uh, yes. Uh, anyway, so that was good. Now, going back in time, earlier in the day, and even the, the night before, we had stopped by a local uh, liquor store called Trevor's. And picked up this beer, and I have two other local beers in the fridge right over there. But of course, I am on the hunt for 
blackened whiskey because there's a couple different variants that are out that we don't have in the Northland. They had the cask strength signature variety, but uh, that was $110 for the bottle. And I was like, eh, eh. so I did not purchase that one. <clears throat> they had the regular and they had the rye. Good, reasonably priced. <clears throat> In our first visit, they did not have the limited edition 72 season variant. However, the guy said, hey, maybe we're getting some tomorrow, I think. Uh, so try and stop back in tomorrow. Uh, also, shout out to a guy named Marcus, Canadian. He's one of the guys helping us. He's originally from Canada. He uh, left for, you know, logical reasons. <laughs> He's down here in the Southland enjoying his time uh, over there and doing a couple other things. But we went back yesterday, and yes, they were restocked with the 72 seasons. <laughs> Limited edition. This is the blend of straight whiskeys finished in the brandy casks, remastered in celebration of the 72 Seasons album. So there you go. Nice look at it. Uh, these are not numbered, and so they do not have uh, specifically a playlist, but I believe, and I'd have to look on the website, but I believe that they just played 72 Seasons on repeat for this and to make this in time for the album's release, they had the unfinished and unpolished versions of 72 Seasons, the album, the play on repeat. So, got that. I I, I have to ask, Kidder, since you are down in the Southland and, uh, and such, yes. I, I don't know if you thought about this, so maybe you didn't look, but... You are awfully close to Texas, which means you might be in range. Well, you're close. You're closer than we are normally. You're oh, probably yeah. close enough to be in range of a particular Broken Skull Ranch IPA that exists out there. Right, right. It's funny you mentioned that because I'm just uh, thinking that I'll never see that that damn beer, and so I didn't even think to look up it. Damn it, man! I, I have so much on my mind. The last thing is like, hey, I wonder if Stone Cold's beer is down here. Like, because why not, right? That's, let's be honest. That, that's You bring it up. That is like the creme de la creme, the little icing drizzle on top of the whipped cream of my sandwich for today thank you for that really appreciate that howard thanks for Listen, ruining I... the rest of the day <laughs> well mission accomplished folks <laughs> hold on i need my next drink i'm i'm not drunk enough <laughs> I, I really wasn't trying to troll him with this. I just thought, you know, since he was down there and had a liquor store, he <laughs> uh, <laughs> I What? I know you said something. I, I, 
I just said I really wasn't trying to troll you with this. I I just like oh you you went to a liquor liquor store while you're down there. Of, of course you looked for a broken skull IPA. It just makes sense. But now I'm gonna have to go back, and they're gonna be like, "Really? You're here three days in a row, and you don't live here? This is we need to have some kind of an intervention." But look, it's not like you're doing any. You just gotta tell them like, look. I was supposed to go to a concert tonight. It's canceled. I need something to, to drown my sorrows in. Yeah, I wonder how late they're they're uh, they're open. Hmm. <laughs> so while you're uh, looking that up, I you grabbed a second beverage. I have a second beverage. So let's hit it with everybody's favorite second segment on the show, which is what's on tap. Round two. Drink. They close at midnight down here, so that means I still have enough time. They're going to be like, what the hell are you doing here? I hope Here's Marcus me. is working too, so I can tell him about the biggest <laughs> sandwich. And... Might have to go back to Outback. Jesus. Yeah. Well, what, what, yeah, what, what are Outback. you having? Oh, oh I, I thought you were I, talking about yours. No, I, I was gonna, just going to say, because I, I know you put up on Facebook, guess where we're going to dinner tonight? Yeah. And I didn't guess because it. I feel like that's one of those things where it's like, I know what the answer is, so I, I shouldn't guess. It just gives it away. You're setting you know? it up, you know? Kinda, it's the, the softball. Yeah, kind of like the site that I'm currently working at. We had one staff member who started a doing what is it Wednesday with artifacts, and another employee keeps being the first person to post and say what it is. Huh. <sighs> so, and that's really uh, helpful to generate comments on your content. I, uh, I let, let me tell you, I, I, I could tell you some stories, kid, are not on here because yeah. HR. Uh, but anyway, what are what, what are you having? What are you drinking? I heard you crack <clears throat> it open. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even wait. I was just going to start drinking. <laughs> That's how it just sucks. Uh, no, not this. I don't know if it sucks. I haven't tasted it. I've never seen this before in my life until I picked it up. So Tombstone Brewing Company, Wild West Wheat, 5% alcohol by volume, 16 fluid ounces. There's an orange wheel as the sun in the back in the, the old west town there. This is a classic American wheat ale combining clean, uh, delicately fruity ale yeast, citrusy hops, and a traditional nutty, grainy wheat character with coriander and orange peel creating a refreshing summer treat. A perfect complement to a hot Arizona summer day. Tombstone Brewing Company online at tombstone.beer. Maybe that's why we're not getting uh, traction, because we need a dot beer identifier. I don't know. But uh, <clears throat> they are located in Tombstone, Arizona. Uh, let's see. Other than that, uh, I don't know. I also, as I'm looking at this, had a remembrance epiphany <clears throat> at the stadium yesterday. They had these aluminum uh, reusable, like recyclable cups, right? And they're Coors Light, Ball Corporation Aluminum, inside the Cardinal Stadium. I just want to throw that out there because it was 
you know, two blocks from where the Arizona Coyotes used to play. <laughs> Not anymore because they were evicted. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, what can I say? It is weedy. And then you get orange on top of it, but it's not to the disgustingness of a blue moon, something like that. It's it's toned down. So uh, I would actually make the the uh, association to a summer shandy, almost, but orange, because it's light enough, but there's enough of it where you taste it. Sounds good. Also, well, Sounds good. while we're doing what's on tap, uh, we were recommended this, <clears throat> the uh, Fairy Ranch Rye Whiskey. Uh, we had a sample of it at the store, and it's very, uh, very delicious. My journey starts with the love of growing grains in a sustainable way in the ranch, over 1,500 acres just east of the Sierra Nevada mountain range. Every time I step onto the land, I can feel generations before me. I've tilled the soil, planted the seed, grown the grain specifically for making a rye whiskey, unlike any other, from 100% winter rye sustainably grown on the uh, Fry Ranch. Okay, And come join us. Be good to the land, and the land will be good to you. Grown, distilled, matured, bottled at the Fry Ranch in Fallon, Nevada. This is batch eight. 50% uh, alcohol by volume. It is a 100 proof and a 750 milliliter. <clears throat> uh, this is a six year as well, and you can see the bottle number 5,638. And this was very, very good. So I ended up getting a bottle because <clears throat> uh, that store, Trevor's specifically, uh, helped to kind of push them to the sale of it. And then they had it in the store and it sold out pretty quick. And so it got them going in the distribution of sorts. <clears throat> Did you find out information on them? You seemed intrigued. No, no. I was looking at the drink spreadsheet because it oh. it uh, struck me that the drink that I'm about to have that I maybe had before, and I did, Kidder, back on episode 108, I had this uh, distilled brewery uh, wild sour series dragon fruit mango. Oh, yes. Um, <clears throat> so I, I'm having that again because I'd forgotten that I had it when I bought it and yeah. <laughs> brought it down here. So sorry. Sorry, I understand this was supposed to be a no-repeat weekend, but, you know, failure well, is seems to be the theme, so. <laughs> I mean, it, there, there wouldn't have been any any repeats until you cracked that bitch. Yeah, well, if I didn't, Local Geek would have, and at least this way I got to make the no-repeat weekend joke. It is still a very tart sour. And, um... Uh, yeah, I'm still missing that dragon fruit and mango taste. But, uh, you know, it's more enjoyable than the crap I just finished. So, 
I'll uh, I will enjoy. <clears throat> I'm glad. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm 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 bagging things up here just to put at least one thing away because I also ended up picking up a uh, Trevor's shot glass or a pint glass because you know me and pint glasses and uh, their customer service was fantastic and so yeah I, I bought stuff from them so I support them that way but just something to put on the set of the triple B <laughs> with all the rest of this shit People can look for that uh, coming soon. Coming soon. Yeah. Oh, well, hopefully it uh, makes it back Gary, because at my at my rate, I don't know if it'll anything will make it back. Let's <laughs> be honest. Yeah, that's it's been rough. It's been rough. And mm. and this isn't like I I the whole Metallica second night thing. I know is not the only rough thing that you've dealt with today, because we also got news in the wrestling world. Uh, from AEW, that uh, CM Punk is no longer with the company and that he has been let go. He has been, yeah. as we like to joke in the wrestling business, future endeavored. <laughs> oh, I, I I wouldn't even give him that. He, it specifically said of a fired with cause. So you're fired. So we can use that one instead. Uh, uh, I shouldn't laugh because, well, uh, to coin another wrestling phrase, it's not my fault. It wasn't my fault. And I don't think it was his fault. I think Jack Perry had a lot to do with it. I also think that uh, the elite and the other executives there don't know how to run a company and they're causing more drama than what needs to be uh, done. And maybe the company should be reevaluated at some point. But I, as thinking about it after the news came out and rabble, rabble, uh, I will likely be tuning down my consumption of any of the AEW product. Number one, because it doesn't seem that I have any time to do it anymore. But number two, I see him punk is the reason I came back and when he was suspended the first time my viewership kind of dwindled then because I just didn't seem interesting a lot of it and now I'm like who is there who I like watching Christian and FTR they're pretty much only on one show right now, Saturday Night Collision, which is where CM Punk was. <clears throat> How is that going to work out? I don't know, because I don't even think we got to talk about that with Cash Wheeler uh, having his own legal issues. We did being in a road rage incident. We did talk about it, but. Mm -hmm. He, he was able to go wrestle in, in the UK, thankfully. The, the uh, FTR retained their championship. <clears throat> but, <clears throat> like, what the hell, man? Yeah. I mean, it, and I don't have the time to follow really any of it. Um, but I, you know, there are a few more of my personal favorites who are over on that brand who, if I had the time, I might check it out. I might watch a bit more, uh, you know, because there's there's 
people like uh, gosh, I'm going to get it wrong, but you know, uh, Brian Danielson is over there. Um, you know, I like Moxley, especially in this run that he's had. So to see him FDR, of course, you know, um, but I also like uh, Penta and Phoenix. I've mm-hmm. watched quite a few of their matches. So, you know, there's Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy's another one. Uh, Danhausen, you know, he hasn't been on in a long time. Yeah, I, I, I but he's. I yeah. believe he's still with them. It's yeah. so. There's there is a selection of guys on there that I would enjoy watching and and would maybe be a reason for me to tune in if I had time or cable. Uh, but for right now, you know. Um, I, I think it's a big blow. He was a big moneymaker for them, but I can understand AEW, if this is going to be a continual problem of disputes, you know, which is, it's one of those things. There's always been disputes in wrestling. You know, this isn't a new thing to, you know, AEW, WWE has disputes. Uh, that's why we have such things as wrestlers court. Uh, and if you are a rest- if you're not a wrestling fan and you're like, what is wrestlers court? But it was kind of this, I don't want to say a mock court, but it was basically a, a system that developed within the locker room. Uh, usually you had the undertaker, you know, as the judge, JBL was usually the prosecutor and they would have kind of a, a little mock trial and a punishment would be doled out. And it was kind of a way of, eh, getting past some of the the beef and the arguments and 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 toning down some of these disputes but they did happen you know wcw had disputes impact has had disputes i mean every wrestling company has disputes because you have a bunch of highly competitive individuals all trying to claw their way to the top it's gonna happen and you know it doesn't surprise me that it happens in aew i think CM Punk's, you know, the brawl with the elite. I think it just really, that was just such a big one that it just, it kind of put him on thin ice. And I would have said that any little thing that he does, and it was going to be out. It was kind of a, you know, see if he would change and get along. And that said, it doesn't mean that somebody didn't go out of their way to say provoke him to try and elicit said response and get him out, right? Which is what I think Jack Perry did. Because uh, if it happened in the gorilla area for the pay-per-view, Tony Khan was right there. So he would have seen the entirety of what happened. And if it was what was reported from the CM Punk side of things, if that's what actually happened, and he didn't throw any punches and he just tried to mitigate the fight... There's no reason that he should have been fired. And I guess we'll see. But let's just hope CM Punk comes back WWE. I I don't think it's not going to happen. Yeah, I don't think that'll happen. Um, Maybe if Vince wasn't involved, maybe. Because um, I, I think CM Punk could get along with Triple H long enough to do something. Mm-hmm. But I, with Vince being involved, you know, here's an interesting thing. I, I saw a thing, Kidder 
about Triple um, H was in an interview and somebody asked him about if Shane McMahon came back and Triple H said, if he does, I'm leaving. And, but it, but it, it was, it was phrased with the, the company. I think it's TKO is the company that bought WWE and it, like I read it and then it like dawned on me like an epiphany, like, Oh yeah. WWE is now owned by another company. Uh, like I had yeah. forgotten that factoid. Um, mm. So yeah, they're, it was, it was they're like definitely owned by the MMA organization now. <clears throat> so Endeavor, but changing to TKO. Yeah, whatever. I I don't know. I okay. I I mean, my my news is tends to be old and relevant, and based on what little things I see here and there. So. Did uh, uh, did you happen to hear you know about all the other crap today that uh, Walsh Complex is torn down? What man? I'm playing the long game. <laughs> that that joke is just never going to get old. <laughs> yeah. Also, spoilers uh, to cap off, continuing capping off this uh, WWE payback, as you may have caught on, that I was trying to watch it earlier. I watched enough of it. Uh, Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus match was pretty good in a steel cage. And then, uh, what was after that? Oh, yeah. John Cena is the host of the show because he's now back because, you know, he can't be in any any movies, so might as well do what he can legally do and still make some money. Back to SmackDown. So he's there. He was the host and was the official guest referee for The Miz versus L.A. Knight. Yeah! And, of course, L.A. Knight won. That was a good match. Uh, also, Rey Mysterio and Austin Theory. Rey Mysterio retains the United States Championship. Uh, pretty good match. And then the match uh, next, it was a schla- uh, quite the schlobber knocker. I was making sure I got the wording correct from good old JR. <clears throat> I don't know if it was a uh, Falls Count Anywhere match or just a hardcore match or what the rules were, but it's for the tag team championships judgment day versus Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens and your new tag team champions, Damian priest and Finn Balor. I mean, they really haven't done anything with Sammy and KO since they won the titles at mania. So, which is sad because you had them flying high on all of this momentum, right? They had momentum, you know, that like golden currency in either the WWE momentum. And then it's like the writers realized, crap, <clears throat> we got nothing after they win the title. And KO got injured for a bit. Yeah. I, but still, like there's... And it makes sense because the tag team division is still nothing spectacular. So now this frees those two up to go back to being single stars. Yeah, I suppose. Anyway, that's uh, just another little cherry on top of everything for you. It's like a, getting a cherry in your old fashioned just ruins your day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I, it, Other than that, I was gonna say, oh, I was gonna, I was gonna share some bad news that that I have, so, something that's affecting me. You know, you're, you're, you're so got you're not, some bad news. Yeah, you know, since so you're not sharing all of the misery alone here, um, so. So, Kidder, I, I backed a Kickstarter a while ago uh, for a com- from a company called Broken Anvil Miniatures. And they make some really nice, high-quality, 3D-printed uh, 3D printed resin miniatures. They're gorgeous. I, I bought three of them, and then they did this Kickstarter. I'm like, sweet, I can get a bunch of these at a decent price. And I was excited for it. Uh, I, I backed pretty heavily into it because... I had bought three, and I was very impressed with them. And I'm like, this will be fun. There's some fun sculpts, some things I really think are pretty cool. And uh, I've been a little bit behind on my email, but I was reading one today, Kidder, from Broken Anvil Miniatures. Uh, Apparently, they've been going through this whole merger process. They, They hit some financial trouble, didn't know how that they could solve their problems and complete the Kickstarters that they had promised. And so they... uh. They found a company that was willing to purchase them to do a merger and to help them get through these projects. Sounds like it was going to be good. Uh, They started doing some things to try and make it through the merger process. The owner of Broken Anvil joined that company for a bit. Excuse me. We eventually, you know, they kind of had to be in holding until they got funds from that new company to kind of keep all their employees going well those funds never came and the bankroll for you know the payroll eventually came due and so broken anvil miniatures is kind of like on its last legs and then to make matters worse the company that said hey we're going to purchase you said yeah you know what we're hitting our own problem we can't afford to do this anymore we're out that's terrible yeah uh so it, I mean, it. Broken Anvil had to lay off some people because the payroll was getting so low to just try and like, hey. And the thought was always like, hey, we're gonna furlough you, so so we're we're putting you on pause. We can't pay you anymore, but as soon as this merger happens, we can bring you back. And now that the merger's not happening, they don't have the money to bring these guys back, and it's it's just a crummy thing that's happening. They're going to try to move forward and, and get this through, but, you know, it's tough. So I might be out some money on this, which is sad because they were a, an exciting kind of up shoot of a company. And as I said, I purchased some miniatures from them and they were gorgeous. And I'm like, all right, I'll support this. Help you guys get your you know product launch, you know, and uh, mm. yeah. So Sorry, we'll man. see. Yeah. <clears throat> You want some more bad news that I've forgotten about until you mentioned the game <laughs> and and going under? <laughs> you know what? This is this this episode is probably gonna get like you know something along the lines of like it's been a bad day for the brothers. <laughs> you know. I mean one thing I'm out of that beer, and that wasn't too bad to finish, but the bigger bad news. I'm like half, man. I'm I, I know. I'm I'm on vacation. The calories don't matter. Who cares? Um, <coughs> Volition, after 30 years in operation, has closed its doors. The creators behind 
Saints Row, the biggest, I think, of their platform. Red Dawn, or not uh, Red Dawn. What was it? Um, oh, um, Red Faction? Yes, Red Faction. Thank you. And then Red Faction 2. I love that game, Red Faction. It was a good game, too. <clears throat> um, and then there were another two bigger-named ones that I never had played. Like Defiance or something, but it wasn't the Defiance, the TV series game. It was some other game, and mm -hmm. I can't remember, recall the other one. <clears throat> I think I think I sent the article to you, so there there might be that information. Um, but I, it, uh, you remember as well when I found Saints Row, and maybe we found it together, but. When I threw it in the Xbox and we're playing Saints Row, that game was awesome, the first game, because it wasn't really a simulator and it wasn't trying to be specifically a knockoff of Grand Theft Auto. It was its own thing, and I really appreciated that. Plus, the police cars and the lights look more realistic, how they're supposed to be. <laughs> and then the second one... I don't know. The first one still, still just just warms my heart, but the second one was really, really good. And for me, they're right at the same level. I don't know if two was better for me or not. Two did have the street sweeper, and it had the the interceptor, little parking meter made ticketing vehicle. So. <laughs> Maybe, maybe. Yeah, uh, Saints. Like I, I played through all of Saints Row One, and I've played all of Saints Row Two, and I, I really liked Two. Two to me is better than One. Not that One is bad, but it's like they took what was what was good and worked in One and stepped it up, and the changes that they made were all right. But I, I liked the the gameplay of it and. To me, yep. it, it was great. Uh, and then when three came out, three like they, they went silly. They started, yeah, they started moving away from kind of being a, a GTA clone. Granted, a really good GTA clone to being more of a ridiculous game. And like three, I find harder to play. You know, it's not that it's bad or terrible but it started going down like a lot more of the it, to, closer to the humor that i don't tend to enjoy as much <laughs> you, mean, you know it, you mean you didn't like the six foot dildo as a weapon so then you could decapitate people by swinging that around yeah that that's just a bit too far for my uh my liking <laughs> yeah it was a bit much uh, i will say i uh, Rude Boy and I played through in the entirety of the game and got all the achievements. And I think that is still the only game. No, sorry. So that was the first ever game I 100% completed it in terms of the achievements, even the super difficult ones. We were able to get those. So both of us had all the achievements, even with the DLC. And then the second game that I did. I got all the achievements with a few other uh, buddies <clears throat> uh, for Halo Reach. 
got all of those and then they started coming out with extra dlc downloadable multiplayer and stuff and they added another 30 or something achievements and i'm like ah, ah, i finished the game achievements that's a hundred percent for me so th there was that whatever even the difficult ones but um saints row 3 has a soft spot spot in my heart even though i enjoy one and two way more than three and the newer ones, I never played the reboot Saints Row. Uh, a friend said it was super glitchy and was terrible to play because you couldn't actually play the game. It was so bad when it first came out. Obviously, they made some patches. I don't know if they fixed everything, but now they've gone under. So what are they going to do, right? You can't. Well, yeah, well, that was my even question because I remember the reboot being announced and seeing at least a trailer for it, and then I've I've heard nothing like crickets about it, and so I I was even I was I was about to ask you if like did it come out? Did I yep. you know I just did I, I out for almost a year, and they've they've released DLC and patches and fixes and mods or not mods but new areas to the game updates that try and fix the original problems and uh, i mean i wasn't interested in buying it when i first saw saints row returns i'm like holy crap my mind exploded super excited because next gen saints row absolutely let's amp it up let's go and then i saw the gameplay and i was like Okay, the game itself looks exactly like something that came out 15 years ago with more polygons. Mm. To some yeah. degree, that's good. Like, keep the heart, keep the essence of St. Rowe, but build on it, right? Make it better. Don't focus on the rocket bikes that can fly 300 miles per hour. Don't focus on the six foot dildos decapitating people make it based more in realism like steel city was supposed to be because mm -hmm. we had a lot of fun even though it was only one player we'd sit and watch each other play that game for hours well and, and saints row 2 you could play two player Locally, right, yeah. And that's why we had even more fun with that, because you had to be in the same area, because you had to be on the screen together. But isn't that how it was? Or could you be, was it split screen, so you could be, I can't uh, remember. It's, it's I, 20 years I know ago. You, you, I believe you ago. could actually, uh, I believe you could split actually screen. play it over, you know, like I on my system, you on your system. Oh, okay. It, uh, but by the time that like that got good, like I think you had already like played through the game, and you tend to be in, in my experience, you tend to play through a game and then you're kind of almost done with it. Like if it was really good, you might come back. Whereas like me, I will play a game I've already played before a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, and so that I think it was one of those like that by the. 
Yeah. So I think by the time like I got through like Saints Row Two and was like, hey, we could do this and get all of the co-op achievements, you're like, yeah, I'm done with that game. Oh. Okay. I mean, uh, <laughs> maybe instead of doing one of these shows, we should uh, just do a playthrough co-op. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, then we well, about the time <laughs> we started doing that. Uh, oh no! It just hit me. Like we also started playing Borderlands at the yes. same time, and I think that sucked up much more of our our gaming time when it was the, the you and I had available. We we played Borderlands more than anything else. So my character's still waiting out in some place for us to continue. <laughs> hey, with some we, annoying freaking robot sitting there yelling at him. <laughs> yeah, we're we're behind on Borderlands. Uh, games but i don't have time to game much these days so that's that's the sad sad part of my life have you heard of this thing called cocaine sleep and you know what after probably three months your heart is going to explode but it's gonna be worth it it'll be fine it'll be fine i need another beer yeah. hold on I know we don't have much left on this show, but I bought three beers specifically for this show. And damn it, after today, I'm going to crack open that other beer. I was going to say, we got 15 minutes, so. That's all I can do with that. Otherwise, we'll probably get a copyright strike. <clears throat> or at least a ding. But uh, yeah, Peter's coming back. What? Let's bring this to everybody's third favorite segment on the show. That is What's on Tap Round Three. Drink. <laughs> getting closer to Mortal Kombat 1 coming out. <clears throat> I'll just throw that out there. Is that the movie or the game? Uh, the game. Been, nah. been watching all the trailers. When I can. I think I saw something that Batista is going to be in the next movie. I I haven't seen that. They uh, they just used him. They actually recreated uh, one of the original ads for Mortal Kombat when it first came out. So the original Mortal Kombat one. They actually re just redid one of those ads with, with Batista in it. It was pretty oh. good. I watched it. Maybe that's what it was. I thought it was a promo for something. Anyway, on to the next beer. This one is in honor of Hefe. I don't know if he actually watches our episodes, but Hefe, this one's for you because it is the the Hef Wheat Ale <laughs> and uh, the Sunrise on the can from the Pueblo Vida Brewing Company. Now, the extra details on the back is the Pueblo Vida. There we go. I'll get it in frame here. Uh, they're located in, yes, Tucson, Arizona, one of the best cities in America. <laughs> Pueblobrewing.com. Uh, recycle, keep cold, drink fresh. The sticker, I think, is over the description. Yes, it was $4.29. It's a Hefeweizen, which is the Hef. See if I can get this. It would have been much easier had I done this before I took the, uh, you know, the opening. Uh, took two opening of the can. 
Um, I don't know. I can't get the sticker off. I'm going to have to drink this thing first. It's not peeling off. And I don't, I don't even know what the first word is there. So <clears throat> cheers to round three. Wow. Whoa, that's, um, it's got the, whoa, that's, hmm. I almost feel like chewing it at the end. That's weedy. <laughs> mm. It's a Hefeweizen. It's weedy. Wow. I think my allergies <laughs> with a sneeze or have some sinus trip here. I don't know. Jeez, that's that's thick. Hmm. Wow, you want a wheat ale? That's weedy. All right, so <clears throat> not much left um, on this. Night two was supposed to happen tomorrow. It was going to be Ice Nine Kills, Five Finger Death Punch, and of course, the Mighty Now, that's Bavarian style. That's uh, the first word on the the prohibited area. <laughs> mm. <clears throat> um, we've talked a little bit, I think, about Ice Nine Kills on this show before. I'm not a fan. Uh, Spencer Chart is showing up on every song that is put out on the radio in the past two years. I know I'm being overdramatic, but that's what it seems like. Hey, here's a new song from Insert Band Name Here and Special Guest Vocalist. It's Spencer Charnas from Ice Nine Kills. I don't care. Not a collaboration I'm interested in. I'm also not interested in hearing the songs from either of the two albums they have out as they are themed after horror movies. I don't care about horror movies, and if you have to get essentially a parody like Weird Al off of just horror films, you're at whatever. I don't think you're that clever of a vocalist and, and writer. That's just me shooting the shot. It, it is what it is, okay? <clears throat> so I don't like them, and I probably would have went up to the bathroom for 20 minutes while their set was playing. Uh, other than that, Five Finger Death Punch. What's that? I was just going to say a shout out to insert band name here. I mean, those guys have really been rocking it, and I'm looking forward to their second album. Sorry, that was a joke. I didn't want to interrupt your rant to make. I was just wondering... Uh who they were and how I said something to elicit that. <laughs> uh, tr truthfully, I kind of screwed up the joke because you said insert song title here, but uh, I, uh, you know. See, I'm even I ranting was... and I don't know what the hell is going on. Uh, and they put this sticker right over the alcohol by volume and everything. I'll get there by the time we have to close this thing up. <sighs> and Howard finished his, so 
You can finish yep. his thought now. I mean, that was it. I just had a crappy joke to tell. That was that was it. And then you were going to start talking about Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah. So, <clears throat> uh, obviously, saw them at the North Dakota State Fair in July, and wasn't a terrible show there. So now I'm kind of glad that we went because. I mean, instead of seeing them twice in as many months, essentially, uh, we saw them once. So it's better than none because, you know, a good or a bad rock concert is perhaps better than no good rock concerts, right? Mm -hmm. And and besides, this was supposed to be a no-repeat weekend. Yes. Good thing they didn't yep. play this weekend again. Um, <clears throat> apparently, last weekend at SoFi Stadium, Ivan Moody was unable to sing, and they had other vocalists from other bands step in and sing the Five Finger Death Punch songs. Uh, from, again, Paul going off of his experiences being there last weekend. He said it was weird and he didn't really like it because it's a different sound. Okay. Even though the vocalists were good from other bands, such as All That Remains, that uh, one band uh, that they were able to borrow lead vocalist from. And I don't have the list in front of me. And of course, I'm, you know, busy peeling away at this label. So I don't have the names of all of the uh, fill in lead vocalists. But to some degree, I would be interested in still seeing that show to hear something different because I've seen Five Finger Death Punch four times now, and then tomorrow would have been the fifth time. So to hear it done a little bit differently, yeah, you want to hear your band play, but they're not really my band. Metallica's my band. So I think we should have had Lars sing the songs. Is <laughs> that him sing? Um, like yeah, it's um, uh, Master of Puppets. Um, it's a good song here, Master, Master. Just call my name. Won't have a thing. Yeah, Master, Master. I I, I mean, he could probably have gotten through because you know, it's, aren't most of the Metallica songs just uh, James going ooh. Yeah, you know. Well, well, uh, Jacob Lars doesn't doesn't do. Yeah, yeah, he does. Just does. Uh, isn't that right, James? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah. So, see, you 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 just did all of their greatest hits right there. <laughs> if they hadn't played it, uh, and I, I talked again in the episode with Fuel specifically. If they hadn't played Fuel, it could have been something like uh, Lars coming up there. Um, hello, everyone. I have an announcement. I'm Lars Ulrich from Metallica. And uh, just want to say that uh, give me fuel. Give me fire. Give me that which I there. Yeah. And then off we go. Yeah. I and mean, you're, you're thinking. You're like, hey, we could do that. Uh, well, I was, I was just thinking, and I know, live music, people want to hear it live, 
but with songs like Fuel that, yes, kind of people sing, you'd you think you probably could have played like a little snippet of, you know, James and he could just lip sync that little bit and then the audience would have been off with it and you could have gotten by with that. Maybe. it You would have been able to tell because of how he vocalizes things, but Lars of Turn on Icy Red, Adrenaline Crash, Crack My Head, Adrenaline Junkie. <laughs> I can't even keep going. It's so ridiculous. <clears throat> and on this overly silly impression, hit her! We've been talking for quite a while. I have to do this. <laughs> uh, I mean, I can't force you to do anything. Uh, I, I, I saw your uh, cheap plugs from the episode that came out this week, and uh, I mean, you flew through that uh, so much oh. that I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even bother trying to line up the cheap plugs as you were doing mm. it. I just went, and here's the cheap plugs. Go. <laughs> mm. So, well, as I mentioned earlier today. We are available anywhere that you listen to your audio podcasts, such as iHeartRadio, Pandora, TuneIn, Stitcher, IMDb, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, because I apparently didn't mention that because the guys were like, wait a minute, what about Spotify? And I'm like, we're there too. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, channeling James, yeah. So it was uh, it was a moment. Anyway, we are on every audio platform, including YouTube podcasts, so you can listen to the Triple B podcast anywhere, anytime on any of the audio podcasts. Just search Beer Blues BS. Yes, I know I did it backwards for you at home. Beer Blues BS. It's right there on your screen. Uh, search Beer Blues NBS on any of the platforms. Beer Blues NBS. Bam. Of course, if you made it to this, you probably already know that you're watching Beer Blues and BS, hosted by Howard Blues and me, the man, the myth, legend, Mark Kidder. Thanks for being here. So, next part, video version. If you're watching us, you already know we're on YouTube. Thank you for being here. If you're listening to the audio version, you can watch this entire episode, probably on mute by now, on YouTube. You can do that for free. Please just subscribe, hit the thumbs up on each episode. And, you know, if you feel like sharing, that would be cool, too, because sharing is caring. We would certainly appreciate that. Also, man, we have a merch store. I mean, we have quality threads just, just like this on both of our merch stores. We have two merch stores. Two merch stores. Two Howard's doing it. Two. It's almost ridiculous. But you know what? That's pretty much this show. Two merch stores. No, oh, I, I thought I got him. He was going to do it again, and then he thought he wasn't going to do it. There it is. There it is. Sorry. Leg. Leg, man. <laughs> Thank you. It allowed me to take a drink. All right. So <laughs> merch stores. First one, beerbluesbs.com. That's our website. At the top, you can click merch. Bam, merch store. 
T-shirts, pint glasses, shower curtains, comforters, uh, chef aprons, leggings, much more. BeerBluesBS.com. Click the merch text right at the top. Also, we have a donate button there to buy us a beer if you want to buy us a beer. That would be fan-freak-tastic. You can check that out and see the beers for yourself. So, aside from that, the other merch store is at streamlabs.com slash beerbluesbs. Streamlabs.com slash beerbluesbs. On that one, you can subscribe to us and have a recurring fee. And just put it anywhere. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, I can't hear. I have earplugs. Apparently, somebody's Hurry shooting up. up the neighborhood. So. Hurry up. Oh, oh, you said, oh, you said fireworks. This became less interesting. <laughs> Hold on, I'm getting the phone. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Beer, Blues, and BS field trip. Please keep your arms and legs and other appendages inside the vehicle at all times. The internet may or may not give out as Kidder moves about the cabin. That's okay. It'll eventually come back and everything will be all right. Until then, he is slightly frozen and that's okay as well. Place. Okay, now you can see the uh, lit pool. There you go. Look at that nice. Hey, it is lit. There you over there. Apparently, the uh, semi Fallujah area is happening off this direction. Not quite certain of what's actually happening over there. There were some flashes, you know, it could be borders, it could be fireworks. I don't know. Oh, it's going off, but you just, just told me now. Oh, yeah. Because we're busy. <laughs> well, look at that. I believe that Kidder is moving back inside as the crowd noise is dying down, which means that our internet will hopefully return to its normal pace and Kidder can finish out the show. We hope you appreciated the ride. Please exit the vehicle safely and, uh, you know, don't push the little kids back onto the tracks. We appreciate that. Thank you for riding the Triple B Amusement Rides. And the, the, yeah, that was amusing. All right, <laughs> that was that was something. Hold on. Oh, sorry. Resolution again. Cell It was up there for like an hour, and then had to go make sure that we weren't living in Fallujah. Well, uh, aha, ah, we can finish this. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. So, here we go. Let's see. Uh, you can subscribe, Beer Blues BS, on Streamlabs. If you are on Streamlabs, just search Beer Blues BS or go to streamlabs.com slash Beer Blues BS. You can subscribe monthly. That would be sweet. You can also just donate, buy us a beer or three. That would be sweet, too. Also, how about this? We have a um, merch store on there, too. Pint glasses available, T-shirts, and a few other things. Just search for the merch. Streamlabs.com slash BeerBluesBS.
apparently the kidder has left the meeting. Uh, he was finishing up with Streamlabs. Uh, let's see, he did the audio podcast. He mentioned the video podcast. <laughs> and now he's back. Um, I it, think we've covered just about everything. Literally Kidder. went back through and redid. Just like, join the meeting. Like, I was in the meeting. Apparently not. So now I'm in the meeting again. Let's see. We've covered the where you can find us and everything, so please join us, help us, and maybe we can have like better, solid, secured uh, interwebs for the future. Maybe a dedicated mm -hmm. satellite collection uh, connection, so we can collectively collect our thoughts. Uh, anyway, <laughs> final thoughts on this show of a show. Uh, well, we've made it, and we're here at the end, and. Uh... You know, I, it, Kidder, it, it, life will get better. Things will happen. I'm trying to remember the really cheesy, stupid, make you feel better poem I did in Adam Maxwell, but it's not coming to me. Um, so, All right. yeah, sorry. I, I can't, well, I can't get the hell out of here. Then. Talk. <laughs> we'll pep it up by finishing this half. Maybe, uh, it's also 5.5 .5 alcohol. Uh, percent alcohol by volume. So, anyway, if uh, trying to think of the handyman's uh, code there, well, if the women don't find you handsome, they should at least find you handy. And of course, keep your stick on the ice. <clears throat> Thank you, Red Green. Other than that, for our show, <laughs> thank you for tolerating this. Uh, we're going to get on out of here for now, but please join us in the next episode. Keep your glass at least half full. There's free beer tomorrow at some point, or unless it exploded outside. We don't know. We'll figure that out later. <clears throat> we'll catch you on down that old, delayed, potentially canceled Tuscan Highway. Have a good one. See you back in Nodak on the next episode of Beer Blues and BS. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer Blues and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. Here. Yes. Working a podcast harder than high school geometry. <laughs> Sometimes. And it's a little extra difficult right now because. Um, several different things that we can get into momentarily. So, yeah. <clears throat> if, if I'm okay and I sound okay and I'm not glitching up a storm, then 
I guess we, we might as well. Might as well do this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll make the most of what we got. Oh, I have a lot. Trust me. Oh, I, I know you have a lot, man. I've seen the texts. I've, I've seen the, the messages. Um, this is going to be an interesting one. <clears throat> but we might as well get started. <clears throat>